Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela. And I'm Jen. And today we have the lovely Jamie on. We are so excited to talk to her and to go over so many different topics with her. But definitely, we're going to focus on starting out with the big one, which is what, Daniela? Brands uh, that you should know in 2024. Which yeah. is so crazy because like 2023 is still here, but it's really almost over. Like August hits and the year's over. The end. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The first I, part I, of I'm already year. like pumpkin spicing all about yeah. it over here. <laughs> first, like, two months of this year lasted like six months each. And then after that, it's been like boom, 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 boom. Yes. yes. So awesome. we're going to dive right into it. We will see you at the table. Jamie, I wasn't supposed to talk. No, no you know, you absolutely can talk. <laughs> I love it. Jamie's like, I listened to the podcast and I talked. <laughs> I'm like okay, an let's... avid listener and I'm just like inserting myself into the intro. No, I love it. That's no, I'm it's like, fine. Great. The table. Okay. It's, it's all fun. But I do love that you're like, I actively listen to the podcast and I just talk. We're like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to talk. <laughs> intro. Okay. It's okay. Thank you. Okay. So um, Jamie's been on the podcast before. She was on, That was that last year that you were on last for our roundtable? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that we do a roundtable every year with our listeners and we pick certain people and Jamie was on there last year, but we wanted her to come on this year and we want everyone to get to know her because Jamie's awesome. Jamie's mm-hmm. content is great. Jamie has a great personality. We're just, we love Jamie, period. We End do. of story. Oh, We're yeah. a little biased here. We do. Oh, we do. What content are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, your Instagram stories are hysterical. <laughs> yes. It's I think just... Jamie brings uh, a lot of humor and you yes. bring a lot of um, realism too mm-hmm. to the times where you struggle. Like you show both your wins and then also your challenges as well. Um, for those of you who don't know, Jamie is also an actress in LA too. So she also goes over what does that kind of process look like, how her reselling also helps her business. So I think that that is also a very unique perspective on things because we don't see a lot of resellers in like these major mass large cities. So that is always interesting to watch somebody who is navigating that type of landscape. Trying to, trying my best to navigate it, but yes. (laughs) I think you do a good job at it, even when you feel like you're failing. Because you're honest about the process. And I think that's the most important thing. Even when it comes to retailing, you're very honest when things aren't going well. Yeah, I think you have to be or else, I mean, you know, a little delusion here and there is good. But for the most part, I mean, I have to be realistic about everything. And yeah, I feel like a lot of it's, it's needed in the space because so many people like... There are so many people in the reseller space, which who I follow and I love to follow, but it's hard not to let their successes make you feel bad or make me feel bad. I'll just speak from my own perspective. And so I think hearing the other side of that is really kind of, I don't know, it's comforting to me. Like, oh, you're struggling a lot too. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I'm not alone. <laughs> I'm it's good that you're struggling, but I'm glad I'm not alone. You know, I'm not like just the only one flailing. 
Yeah. No, you are definitely not the only one flailing. I think we've all flailed quite a bit this year across the board. So why don't you give people an introduction as to who you are, how you get into reselling. If you want to talk about your acting, that's cool too. And then we'll take it from there. Cool. Hi, I'm Jamie and I live in Los Angeles, California, as Jen and Danielle already mentioned. Um, I started reselling in, I think, I think Poshmark told me I joined in February of 2019. So I think that's when I started. I feel like, I feel like I just started, but that was kind of a long time ago. Um, And I talked about this a little bit the first time I was on the podcast, but I started reselling because I got really into like um, the sustainability aspect of shopping secondhand and thrifting. And, you know, in LA, there are so many places to go. There's just like countless, countless thrift stores, vintage shops, like flea markets every weekend. Um, And I watched the documentary, The True Cost, which was about the collapse of Rana Plaza in Bangladesh, I believe is where it was. And the tragedy of like, just how horrible people are treated in the, you know, in the fashion industry and just how horrible it is for the environment. Like, it's just, it's just absolutely awful. And so I made a vow with myself that I I wanted to shop if I could a hundred percent secondhand, you know, barring underwear and socks. Um, and I think I've like done 92%, I would say in the last four years, four and a half years now. Um, but I would find things at thrift stores and I would be like, dang, this is so cute, but it's not my size. It's none of my friend's sizes. Um, oh, well, I'll just leave it here. And then I was like, why don't I see if I can sell it? And then that's when I discovered um, Poshmark. And I had like an old eBay account from when I would, (laughs) I would buy like magazine clips of like boy bands, like, (laughs) and send cash to people. Like that is literally what my eBay account was for. It was for like pictures of JC Chazé in my childhood living room. Because that Um, was important. That was really important to me. That was like the most important thing to me. Um, But I was like, oh yeah, eBay. (laughs) And so I, yeah, that's when I started selling and I was like, whoa, this is really cool. And at the time I was acting and it was before the pandemic. So I was also a manager at a bar. So I've worked in hospitality and restaurants and bars for so long (laughs) because that's kind of like the go-to job if you're pursuing acting. Um, But the reselling was bringing in like a good chunk of extra income. And I was like, this is great. Like, this is really fun. I enjoyed it a lot. I felt like I was doing something to promote sustainability and secondhand shopping. I got a lot of my friends into it. Um, my boyfriend will wear things that I get him. He does not want to come with me, but he will <laughs> that I get him. Um, yeah. And from there, it's just kind of taken off. Well, not taken off, <laughs> but um, it's continued. And then when the pandemic hit, I decided, you know, obviously my, I wasn't 
a bar manager anymore because no one was going to bars and no one was allowed to go to bars. Um, so I did reselling full time while, you know, auditions also weren't happening. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I've just been doing it full time since. And now, you know, restaurants are open again, but I never want to go back to working in a bar or hospitality or anything. I'm far too introverted to talk to people for that many hours a day now, especially now that I'm not used to it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just auditioning and reselling now. Would you say that that transition from like that part-time having fun reselling to full-time was that difficult for you or did you find it was a smooth transition it was difficult got it it's so hard like it still Mm -hmm. is so hard um I think especially you can't really see my background I'm a truly a chaotic mess of a person like (laughs) it's truly like a cyclone has come through here um and I'm I'm a really good employee. Like if I have a boss and they tell me to do something, like I will do it instantly. Like it will be done so fast. I really like I need structure in my life and so mm-hmm. like having to be the person to like you know implement structure, I mean, I haven't like <laughs> I'm so bad at being my own boss. Like it's great because I have so much flexibility now for auditions. Before I used to get so stressed out if I was at the bar and I would get like cuz you so many times you get like 10 hours notice before you have an audition. And so like I would be scrambling to, you know, ask my boss if I could come in late or leave early or like it made me so anxious and stressed out. So now I have total freedom as far as that goes. Um, but it's still like such a challenge for me to provide structure for myself and like treat it truly like it is a job. Um, just because, you know, there's so many distractions around and I'm, you know, I'm chaotic. So it's still <laughs> such a struggle. Like my boyfriend will be like, do you want me to like, tell you to do a certain number of things before and I was like no 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 (laughs) don't don't tell me that that. (laughs) don't tell me to do anything I'm like I need to be the one um yeah it's hard yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people definitely resonate with what you said it's not it's not uncommon to hear someone say that you know the whole structure thing so well, we're going to have a whole discussion on this, though, in our Patreon group after this episode. So yeah. if you want to hear that, head on yes. over there. Absolutely. But today's episode for you guys is all about 2024 brands you should be on the lookout for. And I thought Jimmy was the best person for this. And I know Jen agrees because being on the West Coast, you are just introduced to so many different brands that here on the East Coast or in the middle of the USA, we don't typically see. And if right. we do, it's rare. Um, it's more of like an online sourcing thing. There are things that Jamie has posted. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I know a lot of brands and I am just shocked at the things that, that all my friends from the West coast post, I am like amazed. Um, but I think you are the perfect person to do this because not only does she know the brands, she focuses on the sustainable brands, which I think is so important. Um, and I know we had a sustainability brand earlier this season with Jill, but this is going to be a little different than that. And Jen, I'm sure you can speak to how different it is on the West Coast compared to the East Coast with the brands. 
Oh, most definitely. I mean, as we know, depending on whatever region you're in, you know, um, people have their favorites, right? And I and I feel like especially like on the East Coast, in the Midwest, there's generally like your favorite brands. So you do see a lot of those out there where I, I, I do tend to see that people on the West Coast experiment a little bit more with their fashion. I don't know if it's because we just have the same season. <laughs> I mean, at least in California all year round and we just get bored of wearing like the same stuff. I'm not quite sure. Um, but we definitely uh, tend to see people take more risks on things, you know, and try things generally a little bit sooner than in other areas. And I can speak to that professionally too, as a former buyer and a former merchant, um, when I would buy for different regions in the areas, always in California, we could push out newer brands, newer trends, newer things, test them out, see how they do, and then slowly trickle them in after they had been in a lot of our stores for about six months or so. You know, so lots of times we would do that knowing that sometimes it is a little bit harder to convince buyers in other regions to try a different thing, try something else new. And like I said, I even had one time where I was building out, I won't say what company it was for, but I was building out like a whole new structure and a whole new plan for a department. And my boss had told me from New England had said, oh, I love all this, but you know what? We're in New England, honey, and we don't um, really like to do super trendy things. The New England woman will try something after it's been in the market for three or four years. Oh. And I just thought that that was so shocking to me. I'm sorry, like, the honey part got me because yeah. oh, that's yeah. so Absolutely true. Not. <laughs> I was like, really? Like, you know, so, and I don't believe that. I believe that there are people that are out there that want to try to do new things and different things. So that's why we want to like talk about it here because maybe it does generally start in LA, in California you know, um, when it comes to some fashion brands, but obviously there's like hubs like Miami, New York and everything that also have a lot of their brands too, but it'll be good for us to see what's hot and what's coming down the pipeline. Because as resellers, we know we always want to have that leg up, right? Mm -hmm. We always want to know what's going to be hot, not necessarily what's just hot right now that everybody's picking up. It's like, this is the time to start picking up all that stuff before it starts getting really popular, before it becomes overpriced, before you can't find it anymore. And before it comes mainstream, which I think is like the main thing with these brands that you're going to mention, Jamie, a lot of them maybe are mainstream where you guys are, but like definitely not out here. Mainstream out here is like Everlane, Madewell, Lululemon, like that's mainstream mm -hmm. out here. Mm -hmm. And you'll find like your Jenny Canes, all that kind of stuff too, but it's it's very interesting, the differences in the brands that people gravitate towards. I can tell you here, I went to like a local, uh, local, it's in Massachusetts, but um, local for me, um, sh outdoor shopping area. I cannot tell you how many women had on Lululemon Aligns with the, with the belt bag and a pair <laughs> of either Hoka's or on, on um, shoes. Yep. Does that's that's the attire that's the uniform yep, of course with the stanley <laughs> that's the attire like that's it here like that's what everyone wants even moms in like their 50s 60s rocking the belt bag like that's what's big out Super here popular. right now yeah it, it it's wild <laughs> but it's and that's just what it is and no matter what you look at no matter who it is that's what people are looking for out here they want that look for whatever mm -hmm. reason 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I know it's very different in New York. It's very different in LA. But out here, that's what the people want. I think if you can get ahead of what the people want now and things that are going to slowly start to filter in, like you said, Jen, you're going to be you're going to be the person they're going to go to to buy that stuff because you're going to be one of the only ones that has it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. why don't we just start? Like, why don't we start with some of the brands, um, Jamie, that you're seeing? I'd love to like, hear about the brands and like we can all you know have a discussion about like what do we know about the brand if we know mm-hmm. anything about it too um you know and while you're listening if you have a chance you know definitely I would highly recommend our listeners to google you know google these um brands um you can even google or not google you can search for them on Poshmark and generally mm-hmm. what I would do is like I would look for a listing that would have the tag so I could start learning what the tag looked like yeah, yeah. good and we definitely Google while people are telling us different things too. Jen and I are like, I don't know this. Let's Google. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm ready. I, I'm like, I've got my browser ready. Let's go. Yep. Oh, Same. Nice. <laughs> okay. So the first one I'll talk about since I am a lot of these brands I'm going to mention are made in California. Um, so the first one is actually called Ozma of California, O-Z-M-A. And where this top is from them. I actually personally really love this brand. Mm. Um, so it's made in California. They use all, all of their colors are kind of like earthy, natural tones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of Very really pretty. Yeah. A lot of really like breezy, breezy and easy silhouettes. <laughs> a lot of raw silk, linen, cotton. Um yeah, really like just relaxed fit. I think all of their pictures are of them in like, you know, like deserts or like on the beach. And it's all just that very like Southern California aspirational yeah. style where you're just like, I have nothing to do all day except stroll along the sands in Malibu. <laughs> you know? I um, love the simplicity of the brand. Yeah, it's really simple. A lot of it is um, they really focus on not overproducing so a lot of their um styles and silhouettes they'll they'll be done after they release um which I really appreciate because you know overproduction is like the worst thing Mm -hmm. um their price points are pretty high but Mm -hmm. again like the the construction of the garments is just really really beautiful um I personally love every piece that I have from them. They, yeah, a lot of the resale value on this is insane. FYI, like I'm not seeing anything less than like sixty bucks. Honestly, like it's it's crazy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. just shipped a raw silk T-shirt from them that retails at 138. I sold it for 100. Wow. That's crazy. 
See, uh-huh. this could be a good one to online source too, because I just saw somebody was selling an Osmo linen dress for 30 bucks. And I'm like, I would have snaked that up and sneak that, that up 100%. right now. <laughs> hey, yeah. missed that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, these are people who probably just don't know what they have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's a great one. I've, I don't think I've, I found it like one time at a thrift store out here, but I find it at like uh, crossroads or buy sell trade stores out here pretty frequently. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a good one. Tag is really unassuming, folks. It uh-huh. just looks like, like um, not like not white, but just like an off-white, like an eggshell, and it just has like black or potentially brown lettering on it, and it's all bold. Um, yeah, I that could easily be a miss, a hundred percent at a thrift store or Absolutely. at a buy sell trade. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh my gosh, I love, love it. This. Adding it to my list. <laughs> I have like this oversized heavyweight laundered linen jacket that makes me just feel like so cool it makes me feel like I'm like this abstract artist like (laughs) heading to my studio you know like because I've been inspiration like that's what it makes me feel like I'm not like that at all but that's how I feel (laughs) I love it this Um, is a great one yeah good one all right what's next next one is Myra Peñalosa can so, you spell it? I'll spell it. <laughs> M-Y-R-A-H. Uh-huh. And then P-E-N-A-L-O-Z-A. Okay. Melissa. Okay. This oh. one is based in Bali. Um, oh, wow. But I found it a few times out here in LA. And again, it has, it's like a very easy, relaxed, yeah. Yeah. Um, I believe the designer, she is like, she's a yogi. And so she's really inspired by like garments that are really natural, but that you can move in really easily. So a lot of her things are, I'm doing air quotes, one size, mm. which I don't love that. But um, having sourced several of these things, they are very roomy. <laughs> so one size fits probably most, but not all. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of really natural fabrics, usually like linens, cottons, really breathable pieces. Again, kind of airing on the side of like neutral earth tones. Um, I think all of the garments are made now in Bali and she hired like 30 seamstresses or seam stirs what's up man (laughs) (laughs) what is the word I don't know I think it's seamster um but it's like 30 of them and they all produce the garments in their homes like she doesn't use a factory or anything and she really focuses on like paying a living wage which I love and really supports um women organizations in Bali so Mm -hmm. she's you know, she's trying to do good things and like recognizes where the brand falls short as far as sustainability goes. Um, But, you know, they're very transparent with what they're doing in order to provide a a good living wage for their employees, which I really appreciate. Um, And every time I've had, had it, the pieces have gotten they don't get like a ton of likes, but when they do get likes, they will sell quickly. So there are people who are definitely looking for the brand. 
Um, I know you had Ashley on recently. Mm-hmm. She had just gone to Bali. And I remember on her Instagram story, she posted that she was like going to the Myra Penulosa store out there. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, that's cool. I didn't know anyone else knew this brand, but mm-hmm. <laughs> of course she does. I say, <laughs> Ashley knows every brand. Of she does. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a good one too. Yes, so they, again. The cat- Oops, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead, Jen. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say the categories that they sell are dresses and gowns, play suits, onesies, rompers, tops and shirts, sleepwear, accessories, uh, sacred adornments. So obviously maybe I'm assuming things related to Bali mm-hmm. traditions and then um, footwear. Yeah. yeah, this definitely gives me like Kundalini vibes, um, Tulum like vibes, that whole kind of thing where it's like, Fancy resort wear for every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but, I don't that yeah. thing could have been ten dollars or like ten thousand dollars, and I don't know. But they're yes. yeah, they're really well made. Um, but like, again, yeah, like pieces that I'm seeing here used again pieces. You know, sixty dollars and low end forty five fifty. You know, this is like a hundred. So good, good pieces. Again, the label is like a white label with uh, Myra Pinolosa's. Um, name just like cursive and cursive so it definitely would be a brand a, a logo for me that would stand out like oh that looks like it could potentially be something you know yes yeah very oh, nice I like it. Mm-hmm. okay I'm learning new things yay okay. I'm glad I can teach you new things mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> give me the next one <laughs> okay next is a brand called I think hey Nui. Okay, don't, you know, don't hold me to that, but I'll spell it. H-E-I-U-I, all one word. Okay. Oh, is it, is it, it's a Hawaiian word, right? I don't Maybe? know. I don't know. I know that the designer is French, so I, I don't know. Spell it one more time. H-E-I-N-U-I. N-U-I. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, just the first photo that comes up on the website. I love mm-hmm. the way the model is laid there. Oh, yeah. the website's nice. That's it really looks amazing. like you're looking in a like a magazine, like a Vogue, basically. Mm-hmm. That's what it's like a lookbook mm-hmm. is what you're looking through. Yeah. So this one is from a French designer. I think all of the pieces are made ethically in Barcelona, Spain. Mm-hmm. But um You'll notice a trend here. I like a lot of things, uh, a lot of brands that focus on natural textiles. So yes. again, Hainui uses mostly linen and cotton. Um, and they are another brand that they're mostly made to order. Um, they'll have some like ready to wear things on their site, but again, to prevent overproduction, um, mm-hmm. sometimes you'll have to wait if you want like a certain piece in a certain size holy smokes the retail on this is crazy sorry (laughs) yeah okay continue sorry they're definitely (laughs) pricey um but again it's like that quality is just it's there like I had never heard of it and the tag you need to look at the tag for this one because it looks it it's so unassuming like not a word (laughs) like yes just like a little scribble and I was like what does that say yes Um, yeah so a lot of like you know one of their more popular things is like a midi dress that has like a 
little straps that cross over the front and tie in the back. So they're like classic pieces with like a little, you know, little quirky touches. And Mm -hmm. some of their patterns are really colorful, fun and unique. Um, Yeah, a lot of their popular pieces are just like solids and plaids, though, too. Yeah, really great. I would say they have really great basics, but they also do have really fun prints on some of their dresses. All of the silhouettes seem to be, it kind of is giving me a little bit like Doan, I would say vibes a little bit. Um, mm. Like that, just so that like French countryside, like I'm going to go on a picnic and I'm going to look fabulous while I'm doing it kind mm-hmm. of feel. And it's like beautiful um, tea length style dresses that I see here. They are a little bit more, I would say on the conservative side from what I've seen, but it's absolutely lovely. And I did see some people say that it was, it looks like anthropology might've carried it for a little bit or a hot second or something. I'm not quite sure um, from what I've seen, but when it comes to the retail, I mean, for resale, a lot of, some of the used pieces, I'm not going to talk about new with tags because what's the likelihood that you're going to find that? Um, (laughs) But like, $180, $230, $120, $130, for a shirt, $105 for another dress. Like these are all over a hundred. Okay. Here I found one for 79. (laughs) Like these are really, really great prices. And yeah, you can definitely tell that there's great construction um, Mm -hmm, here as well, but this could easily, easily be a miss in a crossroads in a second, you know, or in a thrift store or something like that, a Plato's closet or something. I could see that for sure. The colors that they use are vibrant, but like not over the top, which I really like. Uh Uh-huh. I feel like it's for people who like maybe want to delve into wearing more color, but are, you know, afraid of like the really bright stuff it's like you know fun to dip your toe in yeah and if you go on the website there's a Mm -hmm. few pieces that actually show the tag their new tag on it and I can see what you mean it's just like a cursive just like a a like very artistically scribbled name um I think with a lot of these new brands too um I definitely want my our listeners to think about like online sourcing for a lot of these because a lot of times people won't know what they have um you know and they might just see like oh I have this dress that I found I thought it was cute in the store or whatever or I never wore it I've been able to find quite a few pieces that way of pretty expensive before the brands emerge you know what I mean until like they become really big because sometimes people it could be super trendy people too who are just like I just don't care how much I get yeah, for they're this. just like I am rich and I I, I really want that but I guess uh-huh. yeah, same. Like, I want to I want to <laughs> give away like my really expensive dresses because I really just don't care <laughs> awesome oh I love this, this one is, this is a fun I one this is yeah. I could totally see this being an anthropology though like everything about it reminds yeah. me of anthropology uh-huh. yeah, 100%. Uh-huh. yeah very picnic in the French countryside whoever said mm-hmm. that that was yeah. that'd be okay. Jen <laughs> I've always got an opinion about something all right <laughs> okay the next one is kind of similar to Hainui their pieces aren't like quite as fun or funky Mm -hmm. but um pine and smith Mm -hmm. so pine is with a y but everything else is the way you think it is it's all these i love these brands are preppy but not and i i like that about them Mm -hmm. they're like cool girl preppy yes 
they're like yeah LA cool girl preppy (laughs) Smith is like again they use mostly linen I think maybe all linen Mm -hmm. Um, and it's made in California also I believe small batches ethically produced all that same spiel Mm -hmm. Um, and again the silhouettes are really simple their their most popular dresses are like just a short sleeve, like half button, a placket midi dress with pockets with like, yeah, just really simple design. And, um, but the couple of times that I've found this brand, they've sold within two days. So very fast and they sell for Mm -hmm. a good amount as well. They retain their value quite well. Yeah. I would say that this brand kind of reminds me of ace and jig yeah. a little bit the way mm-hmm. that their pieces are constructed and some of the patterns remind me of that because ace and jig used to be really big and it just is not what it used to be anymore unfortunately um but i can see like a little rose or maybe a little flex too the way they make their top looks like a flex top if mm-hmm. you guys know i didn't put this on the list but the brand not perfect linen is reminds me a lot of this as well not perfect uh-huh. linen i think they are based in lith Lithuania somewhere in Europe but they sell on Etsy they're really popular with like the natural textile girlies of the world oh that's a bonus one all right we're adding that in (laughs) but the silhouettes and the styles of pine and smith dresses are really similar to those gotcha very nice yeah what's the resale look like Jen on the pine and smith so the resale on this one it's interesting because I think I just might have it let me just when I typed it in it didn't give me um a lot on the sold stuff but I think it was because I had it typed in as pine and I actually spelled out Ann Smith but it's actually under pine and then the symbol and Smith Mm -hmm. so I'm just going to that right now so based on what I see here we have a lot of the linen dresses for 90, 100, 140, okay. 120, um, wow. 60. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, see, this, this is one where I would personally, the way that I would look for it is I would then type in, like I just did Pine and Smith, or I would just put in Pine Smith or something. Mm-hmm. Try different variations mm-hmm. when you're online sourcing. Because again, sometimes people just don't know or they don't care. You know, but um, yeah, you could definitely, holy smokes, like 65 on the low, <laughs> a linen yeah. shirt for 80, another blouse for 80. So really, really great comps on this piece. And you were right, Jamie, they um, only make linen garments and yeah. it is vintage inspired designs. That's what they go by. Wow. wow, wow. Very nice. Love it. All right. Ready for the next one. Okay. Next is Stoned Immaculate. Uh, it's spelled the same way. I got it. Yep. <laughs> oh, I see it on the real real. Mm-hmm. This one is, I believe, also made in California. Um, and this one is a bit more funky than the the previous brands I've yeah. mentioned. It's very vintage retro inspired a lot of inspiration from like california in the 60s and the 70s a hundred percent i can Mm. see that oh yeah 
Um, Even the photos on the website, you can tell just the way the models are posing. It's very sixties and seventies rock. That's yeah. what it feels like. Mm-hmm. So these pieces are really fun. They're it's not like exactly my style, but yeah. they're really cool. <laughs> like, um, yeah, some of their pieces, especially like the intarsia graphic knits, can go for a really, really good price point. Um, they have really cool, like big flare jeans. It's just like a really fun brand. Um, and I feel like if I were cooler, I would want to wear everything from them. But oh, I was just thinking that JB, I was like, this is cool. It's too cool. Yeah, for it's me. like so cool. <laughs> I'm not cool if enough I to wear this. And all stoned immaculate, I would be like, I'm intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> they did a they looks like they just did a collaboration with Rolling Stone too, because on their website they have a bunch of rolling stone inspired that people. makes sense that oh. makes total sense yeah, yeah if you look at this like it's definitely got yeah exactly what you're saying 60s 70s vibe california like rocky rocker kind of look like they have some stuff like like um a sweater from the grateful dead that's new with tags so let me find something that's not new tags so um the sweater like the knit sweaters uh a hundred dollars um some of the jackets 60 some of the jeans 65 so oh they have jeans that's interesting um sweaters 175 definitely yeah like some of the t-shirts the t-shirts can be a little bit on the lower end but like 20 to 30 bucks i mean i mean 20 to 40 bucks i'd be happy with 40 bucks for a t-shirt same yeah so no this is this is awesome and yeah like their jackets yeah, like they have this really fancy like sunset looking one that yeah. looks like probably it's like their most famous one. And that one, the sweaters are the ones that are going for like 150 bucks. And I can even see it. It's accepted by the Real Real. And on the Real Real, okay. they have the stone immaculate blue pattern. It says like sunset print. Um, they're selling it for 122 to $129 is what I'm seeing. Yeah. They have a really cool like crochet dress with like this metallic knit it's called the Bir- Birkin dress I think mm. um, inspired by you know Jane Birkin um, but that piece goes for over $200 easy like every yeah that's crazy oh my god and what's the tag look like is it's it really- their their label oh. like what it shows on the website probably yeah so again uh, like kind of like a canvas canvas looking um tag with black writing and it's like the s is a little bit like um it's got yeah like it like curvature to it and so yep. does the i in immaculate and yeah. then everything else looks pretty standard but um it's definitely a piece that i think that it would stand out to you if you saw it again like whenever you're looking at a lot of these pieces too it's like i always like to sometimes if i'm not sure about something one of the first indicators that i always do is i feel the tag and I like to like see and see because that could also be a quick indicator like oh some thought went into this you know mm-hmm. and but sometimes you never know it could just be a cheapy one and it's really expensive but most of the time like just look at like the tags look what kind of the care what do the care tags also look like all that kind of stuff yes great <clears throat> next my friend next 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 oh Sorry, before you go on, Stone Immaculate, I guess that it was an album by The Doors. Oh. 
the movie that's why <laughs> add it to your little nuggets that you're learning today of all these random things i love it <laughs> okay next is a brand called nettle studios okay um and this one is another like linen brand a way more size inclusive very size inclusive love it yeah um it's yeah it's founded by two women i think it's based out of san francisco and they are like almost fully made to order so again no overproduction um their pants i had a pair of like their easy pants which i think is like their most popular thing it's like the most comfortable thing in the world really well constructed really like simple pieces but they'll have um they have a lot of neutrals but they'll do really fun colors and patterns as well right now they have one called tutti frutti which is so (laughs) it's so cute um but yeah this one the the resale value can vary a little bit with this brand some of their pieces like really hold their value especially like the limited edition prints um but I mean I'm looking at solds right now and there's like they have an easy pant that retails for 165 this one sold for 125 some will sell from you know 70 to 100 but still like you know if you're sourcing within a good price point that'll get you a good return on investment i would say mm-hmm. absolutely and in terms of sizing they go up to 6xl which yeah. is Amazing. unheard of in a lot of these brands and they have a lot i think like a lot of the models on their website are yep. also size inclusive too so yep. we love that yes we do we need to see more of it yes. so for the tag to one of the biggest dead giveaways too for me if i was in um the thrift store is well the fact that it's linen and it says made in the usa so anytime you see made in the usa on almost anything i would always throw that in your cart do a little bit of research because lots of times i mean making stuff in the u.s is so expensive it really 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 is so if there's a company that is taking the time and doing that and sourcing things and making things here in the u.s it's definitely somebody who has had to put a lot of thought in and more than likely the, the piece will be more expensive because it has to incur that cost right into the, into the garment, into the piece. So um, that would definitely be my giveaway when I see that I'm like, Oh, this is linen made in the U S I need to look it up. Yeah. It's awesome. a good one. And it's fun. It's a fun brand. Yeah. I love the, the the easy linen pant in like yeah, the Yeah, me too. Colors. I want a pair for myself. So, so saving it. I feel like I would live in that. Oh my gosh. That's so nice. Yeah. So again, so like Jamie mentioned the pants, you know, I see anywhere from like $100, you know, for some of these pants, some of the tops, $40, $60, $50, more pants, $75. Yeah, there's definitely going to be some where you could see them on a little bit of a lower end price. But when I'm talking lower end price, I'm talking like 30 bucks. Again, if I got a linen shirt, probably more than likely a linen shirt at a thrift store, you're going to get it for probably five bucks or less. I don't know why. I still find that linen is pretty cheap in the thrift stores. Mm -hmm. Um, And to sell it for like 35 bucks, I'd be, I'd be pumped about that. Yes. Awesome. Oh, I like it. I like it. Okay. 
I'm like getting all my ideas for my Christmas list right now. Yeah, I am keeping a list of all the websites so that yeah. I don't lose these. <laughs> all right. Next, we have one that I love personally, and it's called Black Crane. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh, on the real reel. Oh, it is. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Black Crane. Um, it's kind of all over the place. I'd say 60 to 200, depending on the piece. Right. That sounds about right. That's kind of how it is on the resale market as well. So I would definitely, if you find it, look up comps because some of them, some of their pieces don't, you know, garner as much of a a price. But my personal favorite things to find are their linen jumpsuits, Mm -hmm. um, their dresses, their pants. (laughs) <laughs> just naming everything um, <laughs> but yeah the the designers I believe are originally from Japan and it definitely has that kind of style you know what I mean like yep. the textured yep. neutral um, just really simple clean look um, but yeah they're really again really really well made like if you find it and you're not familiar with it I think that you would probably like know that you had something good yeah absolutely absolutely yeah the again you know I think a lot of these brands that we're seeing the tags all have very similar feels so again it's kind of like that canvas kind of look to it with um what like just like black typewriter you know style um font and it just says black crane on it um but these prices here like some of the tops um looking fifty dollars forty five dollars seventy five dollars where some of the dresses again I'm quoting stuff that is not new with tags for our listeners 126 um wow. I'm seeing for the for the overalls 160 um yeah like there's some really good prices here I can definitely see what Jamie is talking about there there's some like some of the tops are like 30 35 yeah. um so I guess it couldn't really depend on the style but like the top that I'm saying that's 35 it has like a really high neck and it's got almost like that Victorian buttons going up. So I could see why maybe that one is not as popular, you know, um, cause it's definitely has like that lagging look kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also noticed on their website, the jumpsuits are completely sold out. So it doesn't surprise me that the resale on it is mm, higher. Really high. yeah. yeah. And um, their bottoms are completely sold out on the website. And when you click on jackets, all they have is robes that are left. So those three categories alone, I would say, if you come across it, that's kind of what we want, what you want to focus on because they don't have any on their website. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Dang. That's crazy. Oh. But that just shows that they make whatever they make and then that's that, it. They're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it though. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice brand. Nice. Oh my God. All right. Okay, Jamie, you're so good at this. I okay. know. You want you want to just be on the podcast with us all the time? I mean, this that, is <laughs> that'd be fine with me because honestly, Jamie, half the time, I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll know. I, oh, I thought to myself, I, I should know all these. I don't know any of these. I don't know a single one. <laughs> good. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad. I was scared that you'd be like, yeah, we know. Yeah. We know. No. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Okay, next is a brand called Esby. E S B Y. I don't know if it's Esby or if it's Esby Apparel, but Esby Apparel. I feel like I've seen the name, but I've never come across this brand. Yeah. 
Um, I really love this brand personally. Like I think the, just the style is very stuff that I would wear. Um, I have a pair of their jeans and a top. They're both really well made. I believe again, that this is made in California, definitely the U S but I think California specifically. Um, yeah, they just have like really kind of timeless pieces. There's nothing like extraordinary like nothing really funky or you know super unique about them just really okay. well constructed pieces that I believe the designer said that she like I think it's this brand where she said that she like lived in a small New York apartment and so she wanted everything that she had to like be wearable for a bunch of different occasions be really well made well constructed because she wanted to have a small wardrobe and that's like I can definitely see that in the pieces that they make where everything is just like you know super wearable really well made again a lot of natural fabrics linens cottons that type of thing but um this brand retains its uh resale resale value really well Oh, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna throw this out here. This brand, while yes, it gives me a little bit of like Christy John and Doan and like the dresses and stuff, this is what a capsule wardrobe yes. should look like. Right. <laughs> when you look at the tops and the pants, like mm-hmm. it is capsule minimalistic wardrobe. One hundred mm-hmm. you want inspiration? Just go to that website because you're gonna get it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, wow, this is their tops are really beautiful. I oh, really yeah. like their tops. Oh my gosh. So it's weird. Like I wouldn't call it, like you said, like it kind of gives you some Christy Dawn vibes, but kind of gives you some lag and look vibes, but not mm-hmm. like, like it, it's a mixture of it, but it all works yeah. together. Everything's just know? really classic looking. Yes. yes. Very yeah. classic looking. So mm-hmm. jumpsuits, um, 95, jeans, 70, tops, I see 65 um on the lower end of some tops but again these are very basic 40 dollars, 30 like you can see a lot of these like really do retain their value like dresses 145 a hundred dollars their pants 79 dollars like this yeah it definitely retains its value and people are are looking for this it, it's interesting yeah like everybody wants to be comfortable but they also want to be fashionable at the same time <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah, i think I just think a lot of us are into the fabrics way more than we were before because we want to be cozy, but we want the fabrics to feel nice. Like, I don't want to be sweating when I'm cozy. Mm-hmm. I want everything to breathe. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right. Oh, awesome. Okay. Next. Next is a brand called Carleen, C-A-R-L-E-E-N. Okay. I'm assuming this is her name. Um, no. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't really know where it came from. I think her name is Kelsey. <laughs> okay, let's but, let's shop and see what they have. Oh, they have kids, men's, and women's and home. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of her stuff is she uses a lot of like quilting. She does a lot of like upcycling, um, very vintage kind of utility carpenter inspired um type of silhouettes and yeah there are certain pieces where she'll upcycle vintage fabric fabrics vintage quilts or 
vintage like tablecloths. Right now I have a shirt where it's just like patched from different vintage tablecloths. Um, and the retail on these on those particular pieces is extremely high. I think the shirt that I have retailed for like $450. I was um, just going to say that some of this stuff is crazy expensive. Wild. Um, again, made in the US, small batch, all of that good stuff. But yeah, they have a they have a cool kind of look to them. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like an Etsy upcycler yeah. vibe is what I get. Mm-hmm. Uh looks like they did a collaboration with Madewell. Yeah, oh. I saw that. Yep. A coll- they had a collaboration with Madewell and they've had a collaboration with Free People too. Oh, I'm okay. I could see I could see those two brands working with it. The mm-hmm. tag is very simple, white tag, and it says the name in it. And it's got like these I don't know. Make, it's like boxed in little triangles in the corner and then it has the name in the middle in black bold font. Um, They potentially could have been an anthropology. I'm not sure. Um, I could see, see that. People that put that in there, but um, so like their patchwork jacket used $120, $110. Um, let's see here. $70 for like a sweater. Oh yeah, their jackets are really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Kind of look here because it is a little bit tough to find these because there's so much other stuff mixed into it. So um, but I'm trying to see if I see anything else. Ah, another jacket, hundred dollars. Some of their tops, they're a little bit more simple, but like $32, $150 for a skirt. So definitely a very unique piece that I I feel like when you're if you were at a thrift store or you're at a buy sell trade you would definitely stop and be like whoa what is that you know yeah mm-hmm. would catch your eye for sure yeah yeah it does look like they were also sold at Anthropology so okay See, that that's just so crazy to me like some of these brands like I've never heard of that brand and they like collaborated with like free people and yeah. made well and they were in Anthropology and it's like where the hell is that where the hell have I been like what the heck yeah yeah I had no idea they collaborated with Madewell until just now <laughs> very moment i'm curious i'm gonna look up the one the madewell collaboration because more than likely you probably could find that you know what i mean yeah probably. i would feel like those were would be the pieces that are more readily available yeah mm-hmm. i'm searching this is what we do guys if you're wondering how we research mm-hmm. things this right here yeah, this is how it happens <laughs> yeah. this is literally how it happens a lot of googling <laughs> Oh, lots of Googling. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They have like jeans and everything. Yeah. Their like, jeans. Are their jeans are so cool. $150, $75, $100. Um, yeah. Like the collab stuff goes for a lot of money. So definitely okay. something to pick up. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's really cool. All right. right. Add it to the list. We're adding this all to the list. Yay. Mm-hmm. You have another one for us? Yeah, I do. Okay. So this one is called Older Brother. And I think it's I think it's all one word. Yes, it's all okay. one word. Oh, interesting little graphic that pops up. Yeah, I it's a little head. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a little head that spins. Okay. <laughs> um oh my holy head. price point. Bad man. <laughs> yeah, man. 
So this one, I believe they're based somewhere in Portland, maybe in the Pacific Northwest, but again, sustainable, ethical, all of the dyes are like, they're natural. Um, I think they are, their pieces are gender neutral. So their sizing is unisex, all, all sexes. Um, and again, this one is very like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like Patagonia, L.L. Bean. It's like a little Gorp, like, yeah, Gorp core. Yes. It's got Gorp core in there, but it's got like, so the jackets and vests remind me of Patagonia. Uh Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like utility. Yes. Vibes. The jeans and some of the tops are very utilitarian, like just everything about, I could see Levi's getting inspiration from some of these pieces. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's crazy. This I is can't definitely believe the price something. points. The price points are in. It's wild, and the wow. resale is also insane. Wow! All right, so resale. First of all, first and foremost, when I got on here, I saw a bunch of in search ofs. That's yes. always a huge, That's an amazing, good indicator that this is a brand you want to definitely keep your eye out for. People are looking for specific things from this brand. So when it comes to the jackets for resale value, $310. The puffers, $290. The utilitarian overalls, $212. They're oversized, like an oversized hoodie, which is something that you might find. It's just a basic hoodie, guys. Like seriously, 60 bucks. Like that's crazy. Um, this is the older brother puffer vest that looks to see be the one of the hottest pieces that they have. Someone sold that used for five hundred and ninety five dollars. Oh my god! I wish it was me. No, and I'm gonna tell tell you right now, it looks like it's been through the ringer. But you know yeah. that that's how they designed it. It looks like it's been beaten and it's been weathered and it's outside. There's no way your thrift store would mark this thing up. I'd be shocked. And then the tag is like their logo. And I believe it probably has their brand on it. The sorry, the the um it has the, the little face on the tag. And I had the, the tag was a little far away. So let me try and get another one. Oh my god, you guys, this one has yeah, it's a tag and it says older brother on it. I'm looking at a corduroy jacket right here that has a freaking stain on the shoulder right here. And someone sold it for 150 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's this a is good. a good one. This is a really good one. They're like chore coats are really good. Yeah. They're like waxed puffers and like waxed canvas jackets. Oh, that's what it is. It's waxed canvas. It just looks so messy. No, I was I like, mean, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's this crazy. This is a really good one. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's beeswax, organic cotton, refined arm gaiters, intended beeswax. for garden. I'm looking at the chore coat. Uh, natural indigo Japanese denim. It's sewn in California, biodegradable packaging. So yeah, very sustainable. And that's something I think we need to remember too when we talk about a lot of these brands. The more sustainable they are, just that's the the more expensive they are. It's just a lot of care that goes into it. A lot of the components of it are very expensive you've got people hand sewing a lot of this stuff like it's just Heck it's yeah. a different I mean, level beeswax you gotta take care of those bees man yeah. <laughs> and you can really tell like when you when you touch a mm-hmm. garment my older brother you're like this is substantial someone like really 
cared about this. You know, it's, you can really tell. Um, But that is a great one. I found it just a couple times, both times, I think both times at a buy, sell, trade store. Oh, well, I could totally see them bypassing this. I could like, see this. Okay, yeah. this is trendy, but like, whatever. We don't know what this is. But see, that's where I'm just like shocked because it's like, if that was me and I was selling that, I'd be like, no, I'm not going to give this to you for 20 bucks. No. But there are people out there that don't care. People in LA don't care. Yeah. Like, I'll be at a crossroads and it'll be like, I know that it's like an influencer or something who just comes in with like, and they're just like i don't care yeah you can tag them and they'll be like do you want to know the prices of anything they're like no like they just don't care (laughs) oh my god and then you're just like excuse me can i take your rejects thank you yeah i'm like can i can i (laughs) can i just take them from you (laughs) i'll give you 50 bucks for all everything you got right there (laughs) oh my goodness all right now we're getting into fantasy land all right continue sorry Um, let me see. Only, only child. I was like, it's kind of like older brother, but it's not (laughs) only child. I don't know if they make this brand anymore, but they do have like very similar vibe to what I've shared. Very like, I don't know. I'm trying to find the website. Let's see. No, there's only child clothing and then there's an only child and oh i don't think i don't think they make it anymore you can definitely be on the lookout for let that let me see let me see oh maybe this is it maybe it's an only child describe it to me and then i'll tell you if this is the website utilitarian it's, no it's more just like kind of like esby where it's just like very classic okay is neutrals linens cottons let me see i'm gonna scroll this could this could be it but it says an only child oh. so i don't know let me see we're gonna google here Googling. no no so if i click on only child clothing it doesn't nothing comes up for oh. me but then if I go, there's this other one called Only Child, but the jewelry pops up. So maybe this brand doesn't have a website anymore, but I see the Facebook, Only Child, Oakland, California. And I mm-hmm. also see it on Poshmark. So yeah. last time they posted was June 25th, 2021. So oh, we're wow. going to say they don't have, they don't oh, produce they don't anymore. Okay, Which well. means people want it. Yeah. I would say their pants and their like their sweaters and coats are the best to mm-hmm. find. They have a lot of like little, you know, plain linen tops and stuff. Those don't really sell that great, but um, some of the more substantial pieces can do really well. But I mean, especially if they don't make it anymore, if you find it. Yeah, no there's definitely a couple of insert shelves that I found too mm-hmm. on Poshmark, so. People are clearly looking for it because they do like it, right? Yes. Dang, Jamie, this is so many. I didn't think we'd have this many. <laughs> no, I know. Many? No. Okay. No, it's good. Why would it be too many? People want to know all the things. They need to know all. And now them. you're going to become the go-to for people. Like, I got to follow Jamie and see what else she posts. Yeah, <laughs> follow me right now. <laughs> follow me for one post every six months. 
<laughs> but lots of stories of her dog. Lots of stories. I'm on that same wave, so don't worry about that. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I know I should be more active on here, but yeah, but the stories are enough. Yeah, just give you a little taste. <laughs> okay, I have another one that I that is gonna cease production, but this is a really good one, so I'm gonna share it. Um, it's called. <laughs> Forgive my pronunciation, Dutch folk. I believe it's pronounced Luca Wolf, but it's spelled L-Y-K-K-E. Okay. And then W-U-L-L-F. That's what I thought. (laughs) Luca Wolf, women's clothes, handmade. Okay. So I I I was just going to say it looks like made well, kind of, sort of. They're they're like a little funkier. Yeah. Um, they have some really again, they have a lot of like retro inspired silhouettes, mm-hmm. especially with their pants and their um yeah, their pants, their jeans, and their overalls. But they have um, let's see. Yeah, their stuff is really cute. It um, is. And they, yeah, I think the founder recently announced that they're gonna stop making things because of the cost that yeah. exists to be a sustainable and ethical brand oh, wow. um, which it's expensive to produce this stuff it yeah. is yeah oh they have but a resale section on their website they do mm-hmm. if you scroll all the way down to the bottom there's like a little thing that says resale and i clicked on it yeah Whoa. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, if you wanted to sell it yourself, the, <laughs> yep. they have jeans, um, which again, denim is, is very hard to make sustainably. So you don't really see it very often in a lot of these brands, uh, especially when it comes to like, it's the big thing about the dyeing of, you know, dyeing of the indigo is, is very hard to do oh, naturally. Water. Yeah. So it's in all the water and everything that goes into it, but their jeans, um, resale wise $100 $125 pants $75 $125 their tops some of them $160 yeah $98 so again really great lower end I would see like some jeans maybe $50 you know what I mean like but I don't think that person knew what they had (laughs) $55 for some pants yeah See, I would buy these for 50 bucks and then I'd go around and resell them. Why not? Mm-hmm. They, they yeah. carry them on the real reel too. Yeah. Um, they're very beautiful. Very beautiful well, pieces. Yeah. Like a pair of jeans from the real reel. And yeah. so very quick. Cool. Very cool. I like it. Listen, guys, yeah. if you're not sourcing on the real reel, you are just missing out. Mm-hmm. Period. It, there's just so much to find on there to sell at. I mean, like crazy low price points. Yeah. We just have so much inventory that it's like, mm-hmm. gotta move it. <laughs> right. And they gotta get it out. They gotta get it out. I don't send anything to them anymore, but. Are oh, you buying things? But I'll <laughs> buy things from them. 100%. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. We have another one. Sure. Look, she's <laughs> like, yeah, you want me to keep going? I'll... <laughs> I, well, let's do, one, let's do two more. Okay. Yeah. This one I mentioned on my Instagram stories yesterday, and it's a sub sub 
brand, I guess, of Nike, and it's called Every Stitch Considered. Um, and the tag is hard to read. So look it up. Um, you will see a Nike swoosh on the piece. So, but it is not regular Nike. It is like, I think it started in 2020, but it was like, um, it's a more design driven, like utility. I did see this on my stories too. Yeah. yeah. And it's really, yes. And I commented, I was like, what is this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, all of their pieces are very androgynous. They're very like, again, just like if I saw someone wearing all Nike ESC, I'd be like, they're cool. I don't, I'm too scared to talk to them. Like, you know, (laughs) Um, and their pieces are really, this is the first time I've ever found a piece from them. And it's Mm -hmm. like, the material is so high quality. Like it just feels so nice. I found a hoodie that's like half cashmere, half merino wool, and then pants that have like this, they're really cool. Like I would never wear them, but like, they're so cool. They have a zipper that goes from the bottom to the top, like a full zipper with like a curved hem. And there's this like a really heavy canvas material. That's like a wool blend. The stitching is crazy. Both pieces were made in Italy. Like they're just so nice. And I think both of them retailed like for $450 each. I was just going to say the pants that they have listed right now are the Nike ESC woven worker pant. It comes in two colors and it's 425, which is wild. Crazy. I never even knew that this was a thing. Wow. There's not a lot on Poshmark or eBay. There's just not a lot of inventory. So, you know, people might be looking for that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And I'm not sure what the solds are. I think I remember looking up because it's kind of hard to find. It's like it's fine. I'm having a hard time finding it to be honest. Yeah. With you. And I wish I could could show people you what search like Nike ESC. That's like the best way I have to find it. I would say with a piece like this, because yeah. they only have one piece on the web Nike website, like it seems like it's such like a limited thing. You have free range to price this however you want to, which is right. great about some of these pieces. Like you could list those at three seventy five, easy. Yeah, and yeah. some of the solds like it's random. Like there's one that I'm looking at where it's a jacket that's new with tags that retailed for six hundred, but it sold for only eighty. But then you'll see like a skirt that sells for two hundred fifty five used. So mm. I don't, yeah. I feel like you kind of have to take control of the pricing on this one and just like know what you have, you know? Yep. But I yeah, I look thought, up what the tag looks like too. So I could. So weird. If you look, I just, it. I think, I think I listed mine if you want to look. Or maybe I didn't list it yet. Because, I mean, you're you're going to think it's Nike. Like, that's all. You're going to be like, oh, Nike. You know, whether or not you pick it up or not, then it just depends. But it's, it the dress that I'm looking at, it's like a silk blend dress, and it's a black on black logo. Yeah. And the pants that I have, it's white on white. And, like, the text is, like, mirrored or reversed. Mm-hmm. Or, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I could see like me picking this up and being like, oh, this is Nike. And then 
probably more than likely just be like, I'm not going to get this. But also like, oh, this is Nike. And then look at the tag and be like, what the heck? Like that makes mm-hmm. no sense. So yeah. that mm-hmm. could definitely one that could dupe you for sure. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a sneaky, sneaky one. Yeah, that's a sneak. Mm-hmm. I like that. Oh, All right. Wow. What's our last one, Jamie? Wow. Okay, our last one is, I feel like you guys might know this one. <gasps> Maybe. Lauren, cool. Lauren Manugian. No. I do know this one. I yes, don't. I do. I am relevant somehow. <laughs> so it's Manugian is M-A-N-O-O-G-I-N. Holy prices on the real real. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So she, um, I think, I think they're made here in the U.S. I know that she went to RISD. Oh, okay. so she's a local. Shout All right. Out, shout out Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> the only time we get shout outs yeah <laughs> but um again her stuff is really like new it's just looks like it's very like quiet it's luxury quiet luxury yes 100 mm-hmm. percent. yeah mm-hmm. neutrals really high quality fabrics her I would say like her coats and her knits are the most sought after things but everything is beautiful I mean, yes. the coat, a trench coat's 1200 I mean, that's Max Mara prices. And this kind of gives me modern Max Mara vibes. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're right. It, it seems like she does have some sandals and some some shoes, but mostly it's knits. So yeah. like her, she has knitted hats, um, sweaters, cardigans, robes. Um, she even has, oh, she has flip-flops. Oh, her clogs are cute. Yeah, the clogs are really cute. So if you're looking at price points, so if you want to look at like her big cardigan that looks like a really cozy cardigan that looks like I want to live in that thing is $240, $100 for a sweater, a play suit, jumpsuit, $135, pants, $130, another pair of pants, $120, and the crazy thing she has like this like beanie and someone sold this beanie for a hundred and seventy dollars well I don't so here's that? where I get like confused sometimes because this brand it's retails awesome. for like the four to six hundred dollar mark like why are you underpricing this the quality is just no you can't uh, you like guys stop <laughs> like the the yeah. sweater retails for five hundred and fifty dollars that's like 375 easy 380 yeah. I just listed, it's like a alpaca linen blend shirt dress. And I think it retailed for like four seventy five, And I think I have a li- it listed for three twenty five. And I was like, is yeah. that, <laughs> you know, no, like- I think that's perfect yeah. because it's such a unique, someone yeah. who knows this brand will be happy with that. Price point be because- mm-hmm. Exactly. And I would say even like with the silhouettes, they seem forgiving. They're like, they're, um, wider in the way they make their sweaters and it's oversized but not too oversized they're yeah their sizing is like one two three you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like they're very you could probably wear any size yeah just for just to throw this out there the beanie retails for 215 yeah (laughs) yeah that's a freaking hell of a beanie that's a hell of a beanie and the clogs are 470 yeah and they look yeah, like so clogs that like Madewell and Everlane sell but better <laughs> but obviously yeah better quality so oh my gosh no this is this so is much a fun Jamie one. I like literally want to like 
pause this podcast and like go to like my local buy sell trade store and see if I can find these. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's yeah. like I've learned so much living in LA. Like I didn't know anything. <laughs> Not one single thing. And then just yeah, you know, you guys talk about it a lot. It's just like you learn as you're sourcing, you feel fabrics. You you learn and you can tell when something is really high quality and then you just it takes time to look things up like all of the information you have it if you just search for it yeah no this was so much fun I really hope everybody had just as much fun and I hope that you are googling along with us too because this was so much fun to find all these like new brands like I said for myself um like obviously like I'm not gonna get a $500 cardigan sweater for Christmas, but you know, a girl can dream. Um, <laughs> but no, this was really fun to like learn all these new brands. I think it's really like exciting to see like what's new, what's out there. Cause sometimes things can sometimes feel stale, like the same old, you know, brands that you're always seeing. And it's fun. This is the fun part of reselling is like doing that research and learning what the new, what's hot, what's coming down the pipeline. So that you again can get ahead of the game and ahead of other people who are going to be sourcing this stuff like probably in a few like six months from now you know so mm -hmm. yeah no this is so much fun thanks Jamie yeah, I think course. the other thing too is if this isn't your jam to like source modern stuff you can take these brands go on their website and like learn the silhouettes learn the way they're designing things and apply it to vintage you can 100% do that and I think that's the best thing about learning these different brands is that you get to just deep dive and, okay, this is what people are looking for. That's brand new. What can I find that's in my category of things that I love to thrift and mimic those styles and use those keywords that they're using. Like there's so many ways to apply this. You don't have to specifically buy this brand to sell right. it. And I, I'm aware that I'm very lucky to, you know, mm -hmm. live in a place where these things do come up once in a while. But yeah, totally what you just said, Daniela, is just like you can apply so much to your own sourcing. And I still love finding vintage and like silhouettes that people are looking for and high quality fabrics. And you know, that vintage construction is so much better <laughs> than the modern construction. So mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, this was amazing. And now you've officially made yourself someone who has to come on at least once a year to talk about new brands. Yes. <laughs> you are officially <laughs> inducted into the Thrifters Villa catalog of people that need to come in at all times. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to end the conversation here for you guys. If you're in a Patreon group, head on over there. We're going to be chatting about, um, well, just reselling in modern day. <laughs> and our perspective on that right now. So thank you everyone for listening and we'll be back next week. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye.